relationship-ish. It's Simone and Brittany. Yes, we're here for episode four with Yolanda Nelson from Singletude. We need some clapping. Clap, 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 clap. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. I know this is a really crazy time with coronavirus and everything, but I feel like that love doesn't stop, whether it's corona or not. Mm-hmm. So, it doesn't. Corona has brought out some some real things that people haven't even thought about, but we'll get to that. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So for those that don't know Yolanda Nelson, she is a author, entrepreneur, and a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. She has a great book that she has published called Singletude, and we're going to just dive right into that. Like, what does Singletude mean? Let's start off with that. Okay. What is Singletude? Singletude is being successfully single and like you are displaying some kind of attitude, right? We right. always have to explain the attitude too. So Singletude is the attitude of successfully being single. My Singletude. Yes. <laughs> you know? And the reason I, I, I wrote it and I used the two, the attitude part is because when people think about singleness, they always think of it in a negative connotation. It's like, mm-hmm. why? Why does it have to be single? Why does it have to be negative? It's, mm-hmm. I guess wherever you stand on it, it can be, but from my perspective, it's all good. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Me growing up, it was kind of weird. I was always in the mindset of, oh, I need to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then me growing into who I am now at this age, I learned the comfort of finding who I was to be single. So I, I was single for two going on three years. And that's actually the time where I really found who I really was, things I like to eat, things I like to do, what I like to do with my friends. Um, so I've seen like the growth just in myself between these past three years of being by myself and seeing the positive of being single and being okay with it. Absolutely. I feel like that society conditions us to feel like we need somebody all the time. Mm -hmm. But what about yourself? You can't really love anybody if you don't love yourself. It starts with within. So I thank you for writing this book so you can kind of tell people that still feel like they need somebody to feel whole, that you need to feel whole within yourself first. Well, the, the one thing I realized is that from the time we're little girls, especially girls, it's not just a girl thing, but more so right. females, because from the time we're little girls, we're told when you grow up, you're going to get married and you're going to do this. You're going to have a big house to 2.5 kids and a dog. Mm-hmm. But what about, hey, baby, what is it that you want to do? Like, what is your what is your dream? What is your goal? I mean, people talk about it, but the conversation is always leading up to the wedding, Mm -hmm. the marriage, Mm -hmm. but not all that happens in between. And then you get married and you're like, oh my God, life is going to be great. And why aren't you making me happy? (laughs) Where's the joy? Look, we got the 2.5 kids. We got the big house and the car and I'm still unfulfilled because unfulfilledness doesn't come from another person. You have to be fulfilled yourself or at least know yourself. You, there's Absolutely. so many people that lose their self in relationships, mainly women. They mm-hmm. become his wife, you know? And it's like whatever the things he wants to do is what we do. Mm-hmm. It is so good to be a part of your partner's life and to support them, but you need to have your identity, you right. know? And if you don't have identity, then you become his. Exactly. exactly. You don't want to be a shadow. And people 
forget that a relationship, yes, you're, you're whole, especially if you're married, but it's two individuals coming together. Mm-hmm. And I think two people forget that. Two whole, yes, keyword, whole individuals yes. coming together. And they feel like they have to, like you said, lose themselves. No, you're still your own person, but then together you guys become even better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So my question is, why is having faith in God important in a, in a foundation, in a relationship, whether it's a relationship with someone else or just a relationship with yourself? Mm-hmm. I think That's um, it, that is a great question. Thank you for <laughs> that. Um, and I think it's important because in God, it's always, if you read the Bible and you, um, for yourself, not what somebody else is teaching you and not what a lot of people hear and not a lot of this religious stuff because I'm not into the religious stuff. I'm into the relationship. And God is a God of relationship. He's always trying to be in relationship with us and he wants us to be in relationship with others. And I hear people say, well, it's just me and God all by myself. Well, I don't know what God you serve because that's not the God (laughs) you serve. He serves a relational God. And so from the beginning, He's wanting us to walk into purpose because when he, even from the beginning, when he created Adam, he was like, Adam, you know, do something, you know, um, name some stuff, clean this garden, do something in this garden. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, you know what? It would be good for a man to have someone else too. And when she showed up, it wasn't that she was serving Adam. She -hmm. had a purpose and a destiny herself. And it was apart from him. You know, so it's like people want, and then you know what? I think it's a little scapegoat. It's like I don't have to think for myself. I can allow somebody else to do everything for me. Mm-hmm. Faith is foundational, and if someone, if the person that you're getting involved with, male or female, d- does not have foundation, then you're going to have problems because if they don't have uh, character, integrity, and these are all things that are taught in the Bible that you see that we live in a world that's in lack of it because of these teachings principles that we're we're not giving to our children because we're not teaching no foundational thing and this isn't about pushing my religion on anybody but what i'm saying is if you're not found if you don't have a you're not grounded and you don't have a foundation you don't have integrity and character and you don't know where you're going you don't know your purpose and you know you don't know your destiny then you're going to sign up and become a part of someone else's and then you're going to look at them and say well, why didn't you, you know, I, I feel unfulfilled. Well, they're fulfilled because they're walking in their destiny and walking in mm-hmm. their purpose. And you can't blame them because you decide I wanted to hitch one to your destiny because I figured maybe, you know, I'll find mine there. No, no, no. Right. You need to find yours right now. Woo, preach. Man, that was it. <laughs> I felt that you one. right on the nail with that. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, and you make a good point, whether you're, you know, religious or whatever your beliefs are, it still has some truth all the way around. It's universal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally am a believer, but I get it if somebody's not. Yes. And, yes. But it's still, it's still universal either way it go. Yeah. Foundation is key. And if you don't have that, it's going to fall just like a foundation of a house. Well, great. Right. It's like a, a house. A house can't live on a shaky foundation. Exactly. It's going to collapse. <laughs> Woo. We even got in here already <laughs> strong. I love it. So with that being said of um, having a relationship with God as your foundation and the definition of single two, how do you thrive in this process of single two? So I, I'm not going to lie. In the beginning, it was pretty difficult because I had an old mindset. It was like I had been dating since 
I started dating. And if one relationship wasn't working out, <laughs> there was another. Right. You know? So it was a part of life. And I had never been single. Never. I mean, maybe a couple of, I don't remember being single, okay? <laughs> and um, when I found myself being single, I was like, wait, this, this is foreign to me. And then I started to like it because I had time to spend on me. Now, if you don't care about your partner, if you with someone, you should think about them. You should consult them. You guys should communicate and talk about what we're working on. What's our goals for this year? What do we, where do we see ourselves down the line? That's first if y'all both on the same page. You know, if he's dating for marriage or he's dating for dating or if you date exactly. For, you know, I just don't want to be lonely. You know, once y'all determine that, you you have to. It, it's, it's pretty. You got to figure out where you where you're going with this, and then you can say, okay, well, I want to make sure that I'm being the best person in a relationship not forgetting who i am but we're a team now exactly but when you single you can do what you want to do you can start a, a learn a new language go to well we can't go nowhere now but go mm. visit a country you ain't got to say babe you know how about next year we go it ain't working out from look i'm going out this weekend i you know this is the time to do you to try things and say you know what i'm don't like that or I like this yeah. and you won't find these things out unless you give them a try singly because you don't have anyone else's objective opinion to deal with just your own mm -hmm. you can be like you know mm, hand gliding wasn't really good I, you know I lost my weave I don't know <laughs> for me or rock climbing I did um, I don't have time to do a lot of yard work and stuff and when I lived in Philadelphia, we didn't have yards like this. We had mm -hmm. concrete. And so I was doing a yard and I was like, oh my God, this is wonderful. You said just pay somebody. But I'm like, this is good. I like this. I enjoy this. Let me go cut some. I messed it up. But anyway, <laughs> you try new stuff. Yes. Or you say, you know, I, I don't I don't want to do that. You know, mm -hmm. and, I, and then you learn when you meet someone, you're able to say, you know, I've tried that and I don't like that. If that's something you want to do, I'm going to do this while you're doing that because I don't care for it. And then meet me X place and we can come back together. Because y'all don't have to have the same rights, you know? Exactly. But you can't, oh, I just want to go with him because he always gets mad when I don't want to go to places. Like, no, I'm not going because I don't like it. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so we can connect afterwards because I'm going to do what I like. And I, I love that because. That is the perfect time to explore everything within yourself and you have no obligations or responsibilities to no one but yourself. Mm -hmm. So that is the ultimate time to explore you and knowing, like you said, likes and dislikes and just seeing what's best for you. What is really best for you and what do you feel like your purpose may be? Yeah. And then what are your goals? Yes. You know, you can do that without something. No, I don't think that's cool. What? Guess who? Yeah. And I, I'm jokingly, because some guys are not like this person that I'm displaying in my jokes. Mm -hmm. But there are times when you say something to people and you can be on fire for it and you'll say, oh my God, I think I want to, I think I want to create this. And they're mm -hmm. like, well, why do you want to do that? Well, what makes you think you can do that? Mm -hmm. right. I ain't seen nobody look like us do that. 
And how are you going to do that? And so you're up here and they're bringing you down. And it's like, they're, instead of saying, you know, well, let's just write a plan. If that's what you want to do, I support you. You don't have that chatter. And whether it's intentional or non-intentional, you don't have that chatter. Mm -hmm. And be it from a male or a female, look, if anybody's chatter and that chatter is negative towards what your dream, anytime you talk about a dream, you can't expect dreamless people to understand your dreams, you right. know? Yep. So stop telling them stuff. Mm -hmm. But you know what I'm trying. Oh, yeah. Don't let um, negative people kill your vibe. And then that's how you know if you should keep those people in your life or not. Exactly. If they're not, you know, serving you and you're not serving them, there's no purpose for them. And that's that's what they're, if they're not bringing something, then let them go. Right. It, it, it doesn't mean, no, oh, he said it's so cool. He said it doesn't mean, you know, you, you're negative toward it, but you have some friends you got to keep over here. Like you're mm -hmm. an associate. You can't be in my inner circle because the only thing in my inner circle should be people pushing me to the point that it scares me. Mm -hmm. Like, didn't you say you was going to write that book? Where that book at? You know? Exactly. And did you say you was going to start that podcast? Where that podcast at? What about the TV show next? Where's that at? You know, those are the people that get on your nerves, first and foremost, but they're pushing you into Because <laughs> they, they do. It irritates me. Yeah. The person, oh, my God. Oh, my God. My pastor would be preaching. It seemed like every time he preached, he'd go, God is telling you to write the book. I'm like, if he say book one more time, I'm going to take my shoe off. <laughs> but it was every time I heard it, he wasn't talking about me. It was just when he said it, it was a reminder that you have some unfinished dreams that you need to do. Yes. Yeah. I think it's so important to add value in relationships that have value. What was you going to say, um, Simone? Oh, I was going to say that um, so that you host different events and seminars and things like that, right? Girl, I ain't host nothing this year. We've been in so <laughs> <laughs> Well, pre-corona, before pre everything, pre everything got, you know, the world just stopped before we started carrying on. Um, I was hosting, I actually was planning something in April of this year in Philadelphia. It was a uh, empowerment weekend with a party because I like the party. <laughs> <laughs> And that Saturday, there were two meetings. There was a session in the early in the morning for the people who really wanted, because if you really wanted, you don't mind getting up at uh, six o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. Every mm -hmm. night, I had some coffee and something, but it ain't about eating. It's about impartation and figuring out what you're trying to do, and I'm going to help you get there. And then there was a, a midday event, and then there was an evening event. Whenever I go home, I try to spend time with my nieces. It's like, oh, a lot of them. <laughs> I, it, it is. It's a whole lot of them. I don't even know how many it is now because it's a lot of them. It's over like the 200 or something of them. And um, not all in Philadelphia, they're in different places. But I try to do something um, with them. And we were setting up this goal frame thing where we were going to do vision for the rest of the year. And I was going to work their nerves to make sure they did what they said they were going to. Mm -hmm. And so that was the event for this year. And then it was supposed to be in Virginia and Onet, Virginia. I was just talking to them on the phone. Um, but the good thing about Zoom is you still can do some things. I have a, a single small group that I do every Saturday from four to six. Sometimes there's a lot of people, 
recently it's been dwindling down. I'm like, what they doing? What they doing? <laughs> what they doing? Quarantine and hooking up. Doing? <laughs> hooking up in this quarantine. <laughs> but, um, so the life group is uh, every Saturday. We're going to, um, I'm trying to decide if I want to do it this summer because I don't know. I like being in the in the environment with Zoom. I love Zoom too. What do we got covered up, Brittany? I want to see the talk show relationship is because I, I oh, think that's definitely a goal down the line for sure. Know? Oh yeah, we're just trying to grow this thing, and we really just um, like to inspire our generation of millennials to know what a happy and healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's one of the reasons why my sons and the. I have children in all the all the different. I have a 32, 30, 23, and 17. Yeah, I think I've hit all of them. And grandbabies in the new. And so I talk to them a lot, and I talk to their friends because I don't want to come from like a a place where they can't receive. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, do what you want to do. This isn't about telling you what to do. This is about opening your mind to other options. You know, and, and giving you tools that if you get to a place where you think that you're unfamiliar, unsecure, or not confident about your next step, here's some tools you can take with you. And you can choose to take whichever one you out, whichever one you want out whenever you want to. But at the end of the day, if it's not bringing you closer to a goal or your dreams, then you should reevaluate that relationship. And that goes for male, female, or our relationships that you have around. Yes, I believe in all relationships should have some type of value aspect to it to be truly fulfilled. And with that, um, what inspired you to write this book, Single Two? Girl, I didn't want to write no book about my business. I be kidding me. So the reason, I never wanted to write a book. I never wanted to uh, to what happened was I became single. Remember I told y'all I wasn't single. I had never been single in my life. Yeah. Now, mind you, by the time I got single, I decided that I wanted to have, you know, have, have a relationship with God at the same time. You so know, that limits some stuff that you're right. able to do. Right? Be, you know, it'd be like that. And then I was like, y'all look like y'all successful at this and I keep failing. Something is wrong. And I found out that they weren't successful. They were just faking the phone. And one thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to be fake. And I hope that the book doesn't come across fake because I tell you on the business that it was it was it was extremely difficult in the beginning until I realized that it was a process. But when you're changing from an old way of doing stuff, an mm-hmm. old way of learning stuff, and what you thought was the right way to this new way, you got this old way saying, you know, hey, look at him, he's fine. He's fine and he probably would feel real good in bed and we would enjoy it and he, he might got a couple dollars too. Mm-hmm. However, but what about the long haul? What about that foundation? Exactly. What about my dreams? What about, you know, if it's all about him? What if I want to do something? It's like, okay, baby, we'll get to that, but we're working on this right now. I ain't your seven long years, not a word without you. No, no. <laughs> but so it was so. There was a time, there was a lot going on, and I, I started documenting because I was asking questions. And I was like, well, how y'all do that? And they was like, well, girl, you don't want to be married. I'm like, I didn't ask you whether I wanted to be married. I said, how are you doing this? How you, how you, you, you should be happy you single. Evidently, I'm not happy. I need, I'm coming to you 
for information. And then I was looking for books. I mean, there's a lot of books out there today. I am, I've been on this earth for a while. Thank God for great genes. I love my mommy, I love my daddy. But I've been here for a while. When I was single, which was seven, she's 17. So this was almost 17 years ago. You didn't have the 10 relationship keys and you know, walking like you're talking and all that. You didn't have that. And then you didn't have it in church where they were talking about relationships. They were telling you, don't have sex. Like, what? I'm half sex, so... <laughs> <laughs> so keep it real. Right. Yeah, and everybody in the church now keeping it real because they was doing it too. They were, <laughs> I was like, God, you better send my husband. Send him now because you told me. Perfect much you baby. Right. And I'm, I'm, I was very thankful that he didn't send them at the time because I, I was walking in unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. I would I had a level of victim syndrome, like everybody did this thing to me because I was the baby of 11 kids on my mom's side, 11 kids on my dad's side, so I was still praying. So y'all are wrong and I am right and why would y'all dare do stuff to me? And then, you know, I found me and I found purpose. And then I started doing test studies and it wasn't like test studies. I would like send out an email. Hey, what if this happened? What would y'all think? And they would, I would get the information back. And then I would get a group of young people together. And I said, let me ask you a question. And that's how um, one of the chapters came out. Um, we were talking about uh, uh, FWBs, friends with benefits. Okay, I'm about to say the key and, <laughs> about friends with benefits and mm -hmm. I was like oh so it was just so easy to just give them something like that she was like yeah it was all right you know and everything mm -hmm. and I said well if I gave you some diamonds and that friend came over would you just give it to him she was like heck no he can't have my diamonds I said then why you give him something so so precious and so pure as your body and she stopped and I wasn't being condescending or judgmental. I was asking a question. So mm -hmm. she didn't feel attacked. She thought in that moment, she was like, I don't know. I said, baby, you are more than his, his, his place to put his penis inside of your vagina. You right. are more than that. And I get it that we're in a different society. But when I grew up, if you wasn't bringing nothing to the table, you darn sure wasn't getting nothing. That's why I was like, well, this is new for me. You mean they can come <laughs> over and have sex and y'all don't have no commitment, no nothing? Okay. That's okay. different now, huh? They ain't go out, he ain't buy nothing. I'm People like, just doing it just to be doing it now. <laughs> and then they're proud of it. Yeah. I'm like, well, is he at least getting his nails done? Is he getting your hair done? He getting some money? <laughs> so really no exchange? You know, come on. <laughs> so, you know, I learned things and I'm still learning. Like, I love having conversations and learning new things. And, um, you know, relationships are the same across the board. It doesn't matter what, what nationality you are. Mm -hmm. um, it don't matter where you come from, what part of the world you come from. I found that everybody has the same basic issues, yep. you know? not knowing their purpose, expecting the person that they're with to bring the love, the joy, the happiness. And then when it doesn't happen, then they blame that person. And there was this guy, oh my God, I, I always forget his name, but he has like the EXO conference for married couples every year. And he said that there's no bad marriage. There's 
single people who never dealt with their issues and their singleness all the time. Drop the mic. Boom. Right. There it is right there. <laughs> so it I think it is um so that's why I wrote the book because the information wasn't out there and I needed I knew that if there had to be more people like me that had the same questions. And um at first I was like, mm, uh-uh. Then I was like, you know what? I feel like this my baby, because it was my baby. <laughs> I felt like if it could give life to somebody, just one other person, mm -hmm. then it's worth being uncovered and 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 putting this information out there. And you know, I I I remember one day and I was like, you know, what about that person who has a problem with the book? What they have something to say? I gotta try not to be mean, you know. So that's not me anymore. And <laughs> I heard really clearly, and it's not like an audible voice, but you know, it's like deep inside that I'm the lifter of your head. Mm -hmm. You don't ever have to worry about what any man or woman will say. I've given you this, and I've told you to take this and do what I told you to do. And I was like, okay. <laughs> God is on my side, so y'all can say whatever y'all want. You know, but all jokes aside, um, it was it was being uncovered and releasing some real information, not the made up fluffy. Oh, I just pray and go away. That's not what happens. I just want it all. I want the best of the best. I want the good sex with the good relationships. I want the foundation with the dreams. I want him to go after the dreams and I go after my dreams. And I know I'll have it because God has given me everything I wanted, everything. And they're like, well, why are you still single? Because I wanted it, <laughs> you know? And when you finally start enjoying your singleness, being in a relationship is not, there's no, oh, when is it gonna happen? because we serve the author of time. So he knows in his timing that things are gonna happen perfectly. So if you ain't sweating it, oh, you can choose better. You're like, oh, I am not, I have not, you are not him, nice, hi. <laughs> right. You know, you have choices because you say, I found my purpose and I'm walking in my destiny and I know who I am. I actually know what way I'm going. I might not know it all, but I know what way I'm going. And you meet Joe Blow. He's like, hey, baby. Hey, how are you? How are you doing? I'm fine. You know, got this, you know. And he's like, well, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just hanging. Oh, heck no. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you appreciate it. It's not for me. We're not for each other. And that's okay. And you know what? This is one thing that, that is I found. It may not be, but mostly it affects women. We see the potential. I think we was created to see the potential because we produce mm -hmm. life. So we have to see the produced potential in our offspring, but we are not the puller outers of the potential in our men. That's not who we are. Right. You know, I said, somebody was like, well, you want to be a, you, you want to be the king. I'm like, any man I am will become a king. He, he has to, he has no other choice. I said, but he has to have already been one before we got together. Cause I'm not your mama and I'm not your God. And I'm not the person that has to mold you. You have to come. And I'm not saying that he has to have everything, you know, you know, 
when you meet somebody who ain't thinking about doing anything but whatever and you know someone that's really working on purpose and destiny and sometimes you may meet and be like hmm he looked like what i want to marry but he just not there give him some time because what's for you can't nobody take it away from you right at all so but just because you've seen him and you got a glimpse of him doesn't mean that's your timing with him you know let him get himself together and let him know say you know what the best thing for men to so in a way we are to bring her out of, of kingship you know you say no but babe right now i'm working on some stuff and i see you're still working let's focus on the thing we're going to do and and, and let's try this in a little while later because right now i'm focused on purpose I'm, I'm 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 eating this thing this is all i'm doing right now and i don't have time for someone that's not really sure about where they're going or what they're doing and having that come come conversation has to be okay and it has to be non-condescending but real like right now in my life i can't have somebody making it up but when you get it together you got my number you know one thing for sure if he want to be with you he'll rise to the occasions and look at steve harvey he said it he said it about his chick he was like she was like look, look, look. this ain't what i'm having i'm not doing this i'm leaving and she was serious he raised he rose his his situation to the level of, her, of the expectation that she was looking for and then they're all right we have to set the standard if we don't set the standard if our standard and our bar is this low then that's all we gotta get you're easy now i want to move on to another challenge you know what i mean but if your standard is here don't change your standard this is the standard this is just the standard this is not even what i want this is a standard okay so what is your quote there's not ecstasy like destiny mean there's no ecstasy like destiny and um i brought the quote up because once i found out who i was my purpose for being here and where i was going i felt a different level of being alive like when you guys are doing um relationship ish and you're moving it you feel good like if somebody said we need relationship uh in uh chicago can you guys come you like heck yeah you know they're like oh yeah i'm there <laughs> yeah and then when you're in this mode like i know for me when i start talking about relationship is it's i feel a different level. i know this is my purpose you know what i mean mm -hmm. and when you're in purpose it doesn't matter if you're sick it doesn't matter what's going on in your life you kick into this different level of things mm -hmm. it's like man this is good i mean sex is good going out hanging out shopping is so good you know <laughs> but when i'm doing this like this right here i can do all day this is yes. good for me this is in, invigorating it's it's empowering and it's fun so I, this ain't work you know what i mean yeah. so when you that's what i mean by there's no extra there's nothing that compares to when you're walking in purpose i love yeah. that I do too. I love that. I think that is a word right there. People <laughs> need to hear that. People need to hear that. We gonna we gonna highlight that quote yes. because that, that's it. That that's the quote right there. Thank you so much, so Thank much you for guys. Joining this us was today. so fun. We gotta do it again. Oh, for sure. I enjoyed this. Oh, I enjoyed this. I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed Zoom, this. First Zoom interview. You know, this whole like thing is just new. Trying yeah. to into so, Zoom. <laughs> right, Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> so where can people find you, Yolanda? They can find me at yolandanelson.com or yep. 
uh, on Facebook is single tube on Instagram it's yo like Yolanda yo empowers you and Twitter who am I on Twitter? Yolanda Nelson on Twitter. No, single dude on Twitter too. Okay, great. I'm sure people are gonna follow you because you And check my blog out. Time. I say some fun, crazy fun. Who's your blog? That's uh, single dude. <laughs> single single uh, so it's on WordPress. It's singletube.wordpress.com. That sounds great. Thank you so much again. And make sure you, you follow us at relationship.ish. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you so much. That I concludes episode four.